0: Death investigative.
1: This is KXAN News. It's an Austin trial the nation has watched. One day after being found guilty of murdering pro cyclist Mo Wilson, Kaitlyn Armstrong received her prison sentence today.
2: 90 years behind bars and a $10,000 fine. Brianna Hollis has covered this case from the beginning. Brie how long did it take for the jury to come to this decision? So it took them about three and a half hours to come to that decision on 90 years. And defendants are eligible for parole in either half the time of their sentence or 30 years, whichever is shorter. So in this case, it's 30 years. But now that the trial is over, this story is about Mo Wilson's family and how they're going to move forward from this. Her mother and her best friend got the chance to take the stand today and address Armstrong directly.
0: I'm not sure if my words can penetrate your heart, but I'm going to try. I hate what you did to my beautiful daughter. It was very selfish and cowardly. She was an amazing listener. She would have cared about your feelings. She was a caring, empathetic person. If you allowed yourself to actually know her, you never ever would have wanted to hurt her. If we're not willing to risk catastrophic failure, We're probably not dreaming, living, or loving the right way. That is profound. That is powerful. That is Mel. We
3: have to be grateful to her.
0: Those closest to, to, to her knew she had no limits. And it was an honor, a privilege, to be in her orbit, even for only a short time.
2: wilson is a tragedy and their heart goes out to both families brett daniel all
1: right brianna thank you very much And we have some breaking news right now from the texas capitol house lawmakers have voted to block a school choice plan to create private school tuition subsidies called education savings accounts or esa's now installing esa's is a priority of governor greg abbott's An amendment led by a group of Republican lawmakers stripped the ESA program from a larger school funding package. Lawmakers are still working toward a vote on that package, but Governor Abbott has said he would veto the bill if it does not include ESAs. Our Ryan Chandler is covering the debates at the Capitol and we'll have more details on KXAN News at 6.
3: Officer Jorge George Pastor, badge number 9097, began his tour of duty on January 31st. 2020 and ended his tour of duty on November 11th, 2023 on the authority of chief Robin J. Henderson of the Austin police department badge number nine zero nine seven is officially retired and officer Jorge George pastor is 1042 rest easy. Officer pastor we will take it from here. Godspeed brother.
2: A friend husband, brother, parent and an officer committed to protecting Austin. Today the Austin Police Department family and friends laid Officer Jorge Pastor to rest. Officer Pastor was killed while trying to save a family held hostage.
1: But he was honored today by the people who loved him most. KXN's Sam Stark recaps today's funeral service and what it means for the department and the city as a whole. These
0: officers go out every day to serve and protect us. And they don't have to. And we need to honor them. A somber day in Austin. The gray skies matching the mood as the whole city seemed to stop to honor Jorge Pastor. I stand before you, brokenhearted, but honored to have the privilege to know, work with, and work for Officer George Pastor. Dozens of first-responder vehicles lined streets Friday morning from North Austin to the Circuit of the Americas for the procession. Thousands gathered at the funeral to hear stories of the fallen officer.
2: I'm going to miss seeing you every day.
1: I'm going to miss calling you. Asking you for help with something because I knew he could fix anything.
0: Officer Pastor receiving a final award for his service and sacrifice.
1: George Pastor,
0: number 9097, is being awarded the Medal of Valor for displaying exceptional bravery and courageous action, risking life for serious bodily injury while in the performance of duty. In addition to a Purple Heart for his death. SAM STARK, KXAN NEWS.
1: AND ANOTHER OFFICER WOUNDED IN LAST WEEKEND'S SHOOTING WAS RELEASED FROM THE HOSPITAL THIS WEEK. WE STILL DON'T KNOW THAT OFFICER'S NAME, BUT WE KNOW THE OFFICER CONTINUES TO RECOVER AT HOME.
2: Also this morning, the driver of a stolen vehicle struck an Austin police officer. Austin police say they were patrolling on Hart Lane just before 7 this morning when they came across that stolen vehicle. As officers approached, the driver accelerated and hit one of the officers. That officer was taken to a local hospital with some injuries. He is expected to be okay. It all happened off Mopac, close to the area where first responders gathered to begin Officer Pastor's funeral procession.
4: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, that morning fog and low cloud cover was a bit quicker to clear today. This afternoon, we've enjoyed some warmer sunshine. Here we are at the Domain. Temperatures have hit 80 degrees in some areas, 78 right now on the Indeed Weather Camp. Look at all those 70s across the area, but also up to the north. Cooler air is starting to blow into the northern hill country, with a weak, dry, cool front blowing through all of our areas tonight. 64 up in San Saba. Notice winds up there getting gusty and actually taking on a bit of of a northerly direction even in front of that cool front coming up in your forecast behind this. It's gonna feel different starting tomorrow. A cooler, mainly gray weekend. I'll show you when we may see a little sun, when we may see a little rain and also the latest on a stronger cold front before Thanksgiving.
1: All right, David, thank you very much. For a third straight day, Israel's defense forces have been searching for Hamas fighters in hospitals throughout Gaza, and they now maintain they are close to dismantling the military system in northern Gaza. Israel claims gunmen may have hidden in the area after what it calls a counter-terrorism operation that also killed at least five Palestinians. In the Gaza Strip, Israeli forces are still searching for evidence of the Hamas command center they claim is under Al-Shifa hospital. They've been sharing images of guns, grenades, and what the Israeli military says is the entrance to a tunnel in the hospital complex. NBC News has not independently verified that. The bodies of two Hamas hostages were found near the medical center. Doctors inside Al-Shifa tell NBC News that 43 of the hospital's 63 ICU patients have died in the last week without the necessary oxygen and supplies.
2: Thanksgiving is almost here it's time to prepare your table your stomach and your wallet how the cost of this year's dinner compares to others
1: and it's also a busy week for travel what you need to know before you take to the skies
2: Thanksgiving Day is less than a week away, if you can believe it. And even though food inflation is on a tear, your holiday feast this year will gobble up less of your wallet, thanks in large part to lower turkey prices.
1: CNBC's Jane Wells has the details from a turkey ranch in Sonora, California.
3: Well, perhaps the best news about cooling inflation is the cost of a Thanksgiving dinner. Well, it's not the best news for the turkeys. Turkey prices have been falling because we went from a shortage of birds last year due to a devastating avian flu to an oversupply this year because farmers raised more birds fearing the flu might come back, but it really hasn't yet. So the American Farm Bureau Federation says the average Thanksgiving dinner for 10 this year will cost a little over 61 bucks, down more than 4% from last year's record, but still higher than pre-pandemic. And turkey prices, which shot up almost 50% over the last few years, are down almost 6%, though still way up from 2019. Will your revenues this year top 2019? The revenues probably will top 2019 because we've continued with price increases. Um, Margin contribution, though,
0: will
4: not.
3: (laughs) Yep, margins are eroding, meaning profits are down because of higher costs, especially with labor. And Ronnie Lee of Lee's Turkey Farm in New Jersey fears the consumer may not be ready to buy a really big
4: bird. This year, we started our turkeys later than we've ever started them before, because I am predicting that the size is just gonna be a little smaller than last year.
3: It also depends on where you live. The Farm Bureau says the most expensive Thanksgiving this year will be in the Northeast, the cheapest in the Midwest, but Money Geek did its own analysis, adding extra sides and looking at actual cities. And according to MoneyGeek, Geek, the most expensive Thanksgiving gathering will be in Seattle this year at $176, the least expensive in Brownsville, Texas at $121. And forget all this talk about smaller birds, I'm getting a 19-pounder, but don't tell these guys.
5: All right, I know Thanksgiving and football go together, but we have no insight on turkey prices or any gobbling back here. It's Lake Travis in round two. We're
4: previewing their battle with San Antonio Johnson coming up. And David, luckily, still in short sleeves. <laughs> We're back to the warmth, at least for now, Noah. It was 81 degrees, 20 degrees warmer than yesterday. Today in Austin, even warmer today at the airport. But this weather won't last.
1: I'll show you some light jacket weather returning soon next. All right, we have a big game tonight. We retreated to a high school football clash to open the playoffs last week with two of the best teams in our area.
2: You might remember Lake Travis took down previously unbeaten Vandegrift as the Cavaliers now find themselves in round two. And we find our Noah Gross, who's very happy to be without a jacket tonight, where Lake Travis will play tonight in San Marcos. A beautiful night for some football, Noah.
5: Yeah, usually I'm complaining about the heat, but now I'm actually very okay that it's warmer than it usually is this time of year. But guys, you mentioned it. What a win last week for Lake Travis. Two of the Titans in our area over the last decade in in Class 6A now in Lake Travis and Vandegrift. Not that the Cavs were a major underdog, but a lot of people were understandably picking Vandegrift in this one, the number four ranked team in the state. But this one came down to the wire, a defensive battle as we imagined. Lake Travis kicker Braden Doan icing it late with the game winner, had one second left after but the Cavs were ready to celebrate. What a moment that was, but afterwards it's about how you turn the page and move on to the next week. And now as they get set to take on San Antonio Johnson, coach on a mental benefit of coaching high schoolers this time of year. The thing about high school boys is uh, they don't do a great job of, of having foresight. They're not really thinking way down the road. I just don't think uh, those creatures can do that at a at a uh, really high clip. And so what the playoffs does is it really gives them uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Or um, you know I think they can they understand a little bit more about the finality of it all if we don't go out there and win. Well, talking to coach after got a bit scientific and talking about the frontal cortex, when all that's developed and everything. I can't tell you about that, but what I can tell you is about a decade or so after high school, for some of us, it's still definitely not fully developed, and foresight, not one of our skills. As for Lake Travis on the field tonight, as we said, taking out San Antonio Johnson, trying to make it into round three, just one of the many big area round games we'll have highlights of later tonight, as well as a preview (laughs) from Iowa State, Texas, (laughs) and Ames. I hear you guys laughing now. (laughs) Making fun of me as well, but but we will send it back to you. No, don't tell you. yourself short. I know.
1: Yeah.
4: Is this Noah's girlfriend saying that? I
2: wonder. <laughs> uh, Noah Gross reporting live, doing a very good job. I think he's fully there. I don't know what he's talking about.
4: He's, he's very mature. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little cooler weather actually blown in in the next very couple nice. of hours, and it wow. won't feel like 80 degrees this weekend. Let me take you outside here on the Austinian weather cam. It's beautiful. The sun's going down here in about 15, 16 minutes. We actually had lots of sunshine after the morning gray. Clouds burned off. 77 right now, nice and warm on the Austonian weather cam. Comparing this to yesterday evening, we are 15, 16 degrees warmer than 24 hours ago in the Austin area. But look at this, this is the cool front creeping into the northern hill country, temperatures cooler than yesterday at this point in San Saba. The cool front not bringing much except for a little increase in clouds and cooler weather overnight. No rain, no dramatic wind or drop in temperatures. But this cool front, only one thing that's involved in our weather over the next few days, the same spin storm west of California actually bringing thunderstorms to the Bay Area and up to a foot of snow tonight in the mountains outside of Lake Tahoe. This is going to provide cloud cover over that cool air blowing in tonight. Translation, mainly gray and cooler weekend, 69 tomorrow, far cry from the 82 that we hit today at the airport, comfortable all weekend, a little bit warmer on Sunday, but notice the skies, only a couple peaks of sunshine on Saturday, I think we have no sunshine on Sunday, and also a slight chance of rain returning. So let's spell this out hour by hour. Here comes the front tonight, just bringing some clouds behind it and a subtle drop in temperatures once the north winds hit you. Tomorrow morning, it's cooler, it's gray, and notice the clouds don't break much until late in the afternoon, 4-5 p.m., couple breaks of sun just before it goes down. On Sunday, though, that upper-level low starts to move our way from California at last. This is going to pull in some thicker clouds through all of the day, and also a little 10-percent chance of a couple sprinkles. doesn't look like a washout, but it doesn't look like that pretty of a day on Sunday. Here comes the next impact that same storm system is also going to bring more moisture into the area on Monday morning, returning some dense fog like we've had the past couple of days. We won't have that Saturday or Sunday morning, but Monday morning, I think it's back. After that, this model can only see until midday Monday, but that is when the next cold front, a much stronger one will be approaching our area, maybe a couple showers and thunderstorms and also a bigger drop in temperatures. So tomorrow's cold front drops high temperatures to close to 70 this weekend. We warm up briefly on Monday to 78, but then the second cold front much stronger. It'll drop high temperatures by almost 20 degrees on Tuesday of next week. Cooler, windy weather blowing in just before Thanksgiving. Hey, we're keeping an eye on potential tropical cyclone number 22, still not a named storm, not even an official tropical cyclone. It doesn't have the closed surface wind field quite yet. Nevertheless, it's bringing less than ideal vacation weather for Jamaica and eastern Cuba. Turks and Caicos next in line from this weak, disorganized system. After that, it may become tropical storm Vince, which is the next storm name on the list, the 22nd of the season, but it's not going to be anything epic remaining fairly weak and moving farther away from the U.S. Tonight's forecast. Here come the northerly breezes, 10 to 15 miles an hour, cooling temperatures subtly through the evening. 57 degrees with cloudy skies by morning. Tomorrow, not much sunshine except for a couple breaks late. There's the north-northeast wind keeping us in the 60s area-wide. After that, 10% chance of rain Sunday, 20% if we're lucky on Monday. Not a lot of rain coming from this system, but some much colder weather behind it. Look at the daytime highs, close to 60 for a few days, including Thanksgiving, and morning lows on Thanksgiving morning in the 30s. After that, a brief warm-up on Friday, but another blast of cold air a little later in the holiday weekend. Hey, KXAN's Friendsgiving Challenge has less than one week left. I'm taking on meteorologist Kristen Curry head-to-head to see who can raise more money for the Central Texas Food Bank. And as of tonight, guys, I'm not winning. She's ahead of me. We're almost 80% to our goal, trying to make sure everybody has good food on the table this Thanksgiving.
1: Scan that QR code. Go to KXAN.com Friendsgiving to support Team David. All right, David, thank you very much. Well, the big holiday getaway is getting started. The next week and a half could be a record breaker with millions of travelers flying this Thanksgiving. The TSA is expecting to screen about 30 million passengers over the next 12 days. That would make it the busiest holiday travel period ever. The busiest days to fly are next Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the Sunday after Thanksgiving. That's when the TSA says 2.9 million passengers could pass through checkpoints. Now, many are worried about safety this year with some near misses across the country, even here in Austin. An independent safety review team completed a review on the FAA and it gave some recommendations to enhance safety and reliability in the nation's air traffic system. The FAA says it will take immediate action to make flying safer.
2: Deals being made in Detroit to get auto workers back on the job, the contract to Big Three automaker just ratified.
1: It's the inside story of the investigation into one of the most notorious cases in years. For 21 months, hundreds of interviews, dozens of searches, and one final damning piece of video evidence. The agents who solved the Alec Murdoch case. Tonight on Dateline at 8 on KXAN. Right now, good news about prices this Thanksgiving, from the turkey to the gas tank, why at least one major retail CEO was talking deflation, plus sharp reaction to a sports broadcaster's admission that she once fabricated NFL sideline reports. Well, the auto workers' strike seems to be coming to an end. A new contract with Chrysler and Jeep owner Stellantis appears to have been ratified by United Auto Workers, despite some pushback from some Jeep employees in Ohio. The union posted the preliminary results today. It's the second deal this week for Detroit automakers. Earlier, a deal with General Motors received almost 55% support from union members, and Ford Motor Workers could ratify their deal with Ford soon
2: we would like to share stories of inspiring women here in central texas so tell us about a remarkable woman in your life you can go to kxan.com to nominate someone look for remarkable woman under the news tab or point your phone's camera at the code here on your screen we're taking nominations through the end of the month and we'll pick four finalists and feature their stories here on kxan our local winner will travel to los angeles where the national winner will be chosen
1: all right coming up tonight on kxan it's the wall at 7 followed by that new episode of Dateline at 8 on the Murdoch case. Then KXAN News is back at 10.
2: Join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin, and here is where to find us.